Come on, come on, come on. Yes! Get your facts straight. I have this one big planet shit. Stop, I'm sick of your bullshit. Ask me if I give a shit. everybody welcome it is a, another episode of the silver emotion podcast and my name is will yeah, our name is steven and this week we're doing a kaiju movie yeah called gamera 3 revenge of iris it's from 1999 directed yeah. by shusuke kanako and uh yeah it's uh just the same director as the previous two? Yes. Okay. He directed all three of the 90s Gamera series. And uh, he does. He, he's a special effects director on a lot of stuff. Like he worked mm-hmm. on uh, the newest Godzilla, okay. Japanese Godzilla movie. Um, with the guy who did Evangelion. Mm-hmm. He directed that, and they worked together to, to make that movie. Anyway, um, yeah, he made all of them. All right. He also made a Godzilla movie himself hmm. around the early 2000s or something. Hmm. I guess on the strength of these Gamera movies, they let him take Big G out for a spin. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, all right, bring her back without a scratch. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how uh, successful any of these new Godzilla movies have been, but... I feel like the newest one, um, the newest Japanese one, Shin Godzilla, I feel like that one was pretty successful. Hmm. Um, I don't know about in the U.S., but I I feel like it was kind of a big thing in Japan. Hmm. I don't know about the... There's the U.S. Godzilla movies. Yeah. And those, I I know that the newest one was kind of, I mean, if, I'm sure it did multiple hundreds of millions of dollars, but I, I remember hearing that it was a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of box office, like it, it probably cost, you know 200 and something million dollars and it only made 200 and something million dollars so (laughs) you know people were we only broke even this was a complete and utter waste of our time (laughs) right and i don't know i mean like worldwide it may have made money but i know domestic it 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 was uh it was something of a disappointment yeah i didn't see it but it has multiple villain monsters in it mothra and Hmm. Something, somebody else. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't pay attention because it's. I, I, I don't know. It's yeah. American. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If we're gonna dive into Godzilla. We might as well start back at the older stuff. And yeah, yeah. If I was gonna go into new Godzilla, I would definitely watch the new Japanese one and not the, the U.S. ones. The U.S. ones may be good. I don't know, but yeah, I, I don't know. Definitely not where I'm. <laughs> my interest is <laughs> right. The the 
the purest. But in this, Gamera, um, I don't know. Where should we start with it? Um, yeah, a lot. Uh, it felt a lot more like intense on the human arcs than the previous couple did. Maybe I'm not remembering those right or something. But yeah, I I want to say that you're right. It seems it seemed to be more focused on the people. The second one. I feel like, okay, the first one I feel like had a pretty strong human arc, but also a considerable amount of kaiju stuff. Yeah, yeah. The second one seemed to lean kaiju, right. if I remember right. And yeah, there was, there was a lot more of the monster crap going on. Yeah. And, and then this one, not as not, much. Not as it's much, more right. human. Yeah, and and it, not just in, in just the amount of content, but like there's just it's very focused on it and like that's what it's about is yeah oh that's true yeah in that like because even in like the original or the, not the original the first of this trilogy anyway yeah but, um there's this big focus on gamma himself and these gauss monster things yeah. that he's fighting and even though you're kind of you're seeing it from that human perspective but it is like there's Gamera looming over everything, and right. and in the second one, it's all about this Legion things taking over and stuff. And in this one, it's it's just a lot more about the personal drama, yeah, of like the actual characters and like it. Yeah, it leans heavier on that. It leans, angle. yeah, because the the like the main girl, it's all about like her loss of her parents right because of the actions of gamera in the i think the first movie right um yeah so it's and there's also just like the old hobo guy who's been in the previous movies yeah like lived through all this gamera shit before and he's trying to come to terms with basically his ptsd i guess (laughs) yeah and you know like everybody has this kind of arc almost of yeah that's personal to them and yeah and that's what made me because i mean i don't know we watched both of those in june so that's i don't know six months ago seven yeah, months a, ago i'm a little fuzzy on right some details here so this one seems like it's pulling threads from the previous two and all kind of bringing them all together right which is right. not something that i necessarily expected <laughs> in terms of i didn't expect like a full like a complete trilogy i thought of more of like oh they made three gamma right right and it's it does kind of feel like it's concluding these characters yeah of uh or at least their their personal journeys through yes and and while i remembered those things like the one girl who who had the connection to gamma in the first movie with the stone like she comes back and it's like I don't remember the intricacies of that in the first movie because it was a long time ago. Right, right. <laughs> so I feel like if I watched all of them kind of together, I might just get more out of this last one. Right. I I was kind of feeling that too. Like, oh, I wish we'd watch this a little tighter together. Cause yeah. I think, uh, a lot of the characters might have uh, connected a bit. I might have recognized a bit more going on. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, then you then you got the little, the guy who's inheriting the shrine, and he's like learning to 
Yeah, he's new though. Yeah, he's new, think, but yeah. he's like again, he's like he's a no- new character with his own thing going on. That's yeah. his thing, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. It's him and that sacred relic knife in the shrine. I, he's I really there. liked that stuff. Yeah, and like so, he's kind of got his own thing. So it's like there's all these people. There's the fortune teller lady and the the, the weird crazy programmer guy. And <laughs> yes, yes. And they they've all kind of got their own thing going on they do and so it focuses a lot on each of these people and like even without gamma like that's a pretty good sized cast to be juggling around yeah and then because of that (laughs) gamma basically gets pushed to the side yeah yeah and you know it it, it's a little sad it it was a little sad but it it i mean in terms of the story and stuff it serves the story that they're trying to do right it kind of it kind of reminds me of the second original gamma like barugan i think it was where yeah where it's like the first half of the movie is like this indiana jones adventure and you don't even see any monsters and for the first half of the movie yeah and but at the same time like that Indiana Jones adventure was a lot of fun on its own. Yeah, I really enjoyed that part. And I kind of feel a little bit like that with this one too that it's it is kind of like you don't that, get yeah. very much of the Gamera action, but like the characters and what they're doing on their own is actually pretty engaging and it's Yeah, for sure. I think it's another case of me expecting something right (laughs) and then it's different and the different thing isn't bad but i'm like where the fuck is the action (laughs) right so like i enjoyed the whole movie it's 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 solid but i think i'll enjoy it more on a rewatch maybe yeah like knowing that like okay this isn't action extravaganza right because i think the action that is here is i mean i have my problems with the way it's shot but yeah i I do too (laughs) i think i agree with you on it for probably the same reasons but yeah like i think the action is good but i and i remember feeling this way about the other two as well but i think it's it's the worst at its worst here in the in the last one where a lot of the action is in close-up yeah yeah for sure and there's also a lot of like flashing lights and and just bright lights and shit right so like it's often very hard to see what the fuck is going on yeah yeah that was that was the big problem of it is like i'm like oh that cost because when it's showing them in and it's the actual practical effects there's definitely like some cg stuff in here but yeah for sure and that's that's usually what the wider shots are is the more yes. CG yes. focused ones, and it's like, but, oh, you've got this big freaking badass Gamera suit going on, right? Like, zoom out. I want to see yeah. him like stomping around, right. and you only see like these weird little close-ups of him every once in a while. But it's clear, like, you've got the whole suit top to bottom. It's not like yeah. they're trying to cut it off because they didn't have his legs or something in here. No, they definitely had the whole suit, but <clears throat> it just would always just pull in so tight that yeah, yeah you can't really see the actual situation right and so like because all like almost that whole fight where they're at the end where where 
him and Iris are in that uh, like train station or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Like so much of that is just like they're fighting, but it's all kind of so close up that you don't see much of anything. And yeah. So it's just kind of like disparate images, <laughs> right? That don't right. really like you don't feel that you're watching them fight as much as you are seeing like just okay yeah i guess they're fighting i don't know right right and i feel like at some level i mean it's obviously on purpose that's the way he shot the fucking movie but <laughs> but like <laughs> it's like oops we zoomed in too far yeah fuck it <laughs> no like yeah i think it's a conscious effort to not go wide with the suits because that's how the old movies are and that's how mm. old kaiju movies are and so that is very obvious like that's a dude in a suit crashing through a miniature city and so i think the mm. the goal here is to not make you think like oh that's a guy in a suit crashing through a little city and for the most part they do that the sense of scale is really well yeah done yeah. here and like like when they're smashing through they like crash through that building um that train building or whatever like at the beginning of that fight mm -hmm. it looks really fucking good yeah yeah i mean that's like when it's just going full bore with those physical effects stuff it's really awesome looking yeah it's just that the within like the choreography of the fight you don't really get any choreography because it's right. just like insert shots of close-up shit and like so it's, they're, they're kind of like glaring at each other yeah. and then, oh here's a close-up of gamma getting stabbed you don't see the wind up you don't see no the, yeah <laughs> the like, punch you don't see yeah i want to see more yeah so that i think is a shame yeah because i think in trying to go away from the old style, I feel like they went too far. Like, right. come on, just show a little bit more of that, you know? Like, yeah, it's okay I, to know that it's a guy in a suit. I know it's a guy in a suit anyway. Like, right, right. Like, I, I, I agree with you on that a hundred percent. Yeah, like, it's a shame. Like I, I, I should be, I should not be looking at these old cameras and going. There's better fight choreography in the '60s camera than right. in yeah. this one. It's just that that shouldn't be what's happening. But yeah, and I don't remember the first two being so bad with it as yeah. it is in this one. I, I kind of remember the first two being a lot better about it. Like I, they definitely have more wide shots of the fights right and there's there's still too many close-ups because i remember complaining about it mm -hmm. <laughs> for those two because i don't know i'm i yeah but in the, general there's too many close-ups in in things from the 90s on <laughs> for me but but yeah it's like the whole fight is almost entirely close-up so yeah it's it's really at its worst here i think for yeah. that going on and it's a shame yeah because like, those suits look great the, yeah they're like, awesome the, the environments and the models and all that look great it's yeah just uh would have been nice to see more of it and yeah for sure 
Oh, well, yeah. Um, what do you think about Iris? That was interesting. I, I mean, I have a lot more CG for Iris than for the others. And I, I yes, mean, there's no sure. real way you could have done that without it, I guess. But Yeah. For the things they were trying to do, it's like... The things you, that they're doing, yeah. It's like, yeah, you kind of need CG to do that. But. You kind of need CG, and... I'm... If I saw this in 99, I would be a lot more angry about it <laughs> than I am now because I'm almost zero angry. Yeah, I'm just I mean, a it's... little bit angry because it's still like annoying. I would prefer to see right. something <clears throat> more physical, but at the end of the day, it's just like, oh, who gives a shit? Like, it looks fine. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and for. 99 the cg is not bad for that era i think it's not bad and i think that they blend it relatively well yeah and i mean and you could see that they were trying to do physical effects wherever they could yeah for sure uh, like when it's still just this just hatched and it's the little baby like that i love that yeah yeah it's like that was obviously a physical thing there flailing around in the cave <laughs> yeah that's the best yeah i love that shit. yeah like the cocoon that it that she's trapped yeah. in there and oh that shit yeah Oof. yeah when he gets the knife out and he just cuts it and it just Fuck all, yeah. Like, yeah like that was it's all goopy and like and then like he's a like a cronenberg movie yeah <laughs> yeah and then he like carries her out but you can see like iris's little head like looking around like what the hell happened yeah <laughs> like <laughs> yeah all that stuff was great just really, yeah yeah really good so stuff. it's like there's there's a lot of good stuff in here and yeah, yeah, tons of great uh, physical effects for sure. It just, yeah, it is because all of those wide shots, especially of Iris, are are almost entirely. Yeah, it CG. just it just feels like it's overwhelmed with it, even when it's not. Yeah, it is a shame, but with all those tentacles and stuff. Yeah, and there's no real way to pull that off. Physically. I mean, I. I, I feel like there definitely is a way to pull that off, but it's hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so in the effort of, of it's 99 and the wave is let's all go to computers. Right. I, I feel like they just made that choice. So like, yeah, we could, it's easier to do it on the computers for this, you know. I know they could have done it. Like I have faith in, in physical effects artists to figure out a way they to do that. Found some nice little ideas to play with that. Yeah, I I know they could have done it. Maybe get some wire work or something. I don't know. Yeah, figure it out. That's the yeah. that's the beauty of of movies. It's movie magic. You know, they yeah people figure it out, and then you're like, wow, how the fuck did they do that? <laughs> It's the greatest feeling in movies, at least for me. I I love it. Yeah, so it is a shame. But I don't want to be too down on it because, like, this movie was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it, I was invested in it the whole way through. I guess. Like, yeah. It wasn't. I wasn't sitting there like, oh, why am I watching this crap? <laughs> no, I think it's a solid movie. I think it is a little bit like because there's so many characters, it's kind of unfocused. Yeah, it's like I feel like you could have a whole movie just about the girl and Iris 
right and like the kid with the knife and and that stuff yeah that seems like its own whole story right there. yeah and, and that would be enough for a whole movie yeah and then and, but then they still have like the the scientist lady from the first movie she might have been in the second one I too i don't was yeah i think she was in the second one too but like she's got a thing going and then you got the other girl who who had the stone she's coming back and yeah i feel like there's there's then that uh the nuts the nuts lady the, <laughs> the supernatural lady yeah, yeah. And, and her programmer guy yeah yeah how much fun did you have seeing the dreamcast in oh, there man. i was going fucking nuts <laughs> i mean in terms of 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 the dreamcast being showcased on screen in probably the greatest role the dreamcast has ever had i, I don't think i've ever seen a dreamcast in a movie in quite such you know prominent yeah yeah you know right there it's just a fucking four-star movie because <laughs> it features you know featuring the greatest console to ever console <laughs> to ever be in a home like I, I love how whenever they like show shots of like the programmer guy at his desk there's like a dreamcast controller somewhere yes. on the desk or the dreamcast itself is somewhere yes. that, like it was just like oh <laughs> like what the hell like, yeah the controller was there on his desk while he was programming it was it was just kind of fun. I was thinking in that point, I was like, yeah, this is something you wouldn't get in one of these, like, modern movies that look back to this era. Because the Dreamcast wouldn't be the console they'd be, like, shoving oh, in your face. No, they'd be like, for sure. Like, here's the PlayStation. <laughs> like, yeah, it'd probably, be, it'd probably be PlayStation if they were going to do that. And which, that was the one the one problem I had with the depiction of the Dreamcast <laughs> as as a fan of the Dreamcast to my core. Dreamcast will always have a little place in my heart. When they showed the 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 game that this guy designed, and I, I mean, I guess this guy is just a shitty programmer, but <laughs> the game itself that they showed, it it looked really awful for for a Dreamcast game. It looked like a PS One game. <laughs> it had really bad three D graphics, and the Dreamcast had fantastic three D graphics, and so. It was a little frustrating for me because I don't want people to watch this and think like, "Oh, that's Dreamcast." <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember the graphics on it too much. It just looked like some shitty glitched-out screen to me. There wasn't a lot of graphics, to be fair. There, there, it's just like they had the the start screen mana. Yeah, and it was really yeah. ugly looking. <clears throat> And like that doesn't, you know, it looks closer to something that you would see on PlayStation or Saturn or that era sort right, of where yeah. it's kind of static and, and it's like, yeah, that is true. Yeah. It's 2D, but it's kind of like two and a half D where it's not quite 3D, but it's, they're trying, <laughs> you know, I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, it was, uh, <clears throat> and I guess, you know, this is just some dude at his house programming things for Dreamcast. Right. I, I kind of so, thought of it as, like, he wasn't really making a game. He was making this weird, like, environmental simulation program that was yeah not necessarily trying to show you what it was doing. It was just trying to calculate and give you an answer. And that's <clears> true, too. It, it, was, yeah. it was the Dreamcast equivalent of, like, an Excel spreadsheet or something. It was, like, that's, that's how I was thinking of it. But. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just... 
I still feel bad. Like, yeah. don't. This is not the Dreamcast. Like, don't don't take this as as, as fact. Right. People who don't know Dreamcast watching this movie and thinking I should not get a Dreamcast because it looks ugly. <laughs> I can assure you that the Dreamcast is is a, is a far better looking yes, than a PlayStation One. That's for far sure. better. And you know that that does actually kind of ring true because I know at the time. Like, yeah. in 1999 or so, that was kind of my thought of the Dreamcast, was just, it was, oh, it was like a PlayStation. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I don't know what, like, it, I'd never actually seen a Dreamcast uh, in action. I had no, no idea what it could actually do. 99 is <clears throat> when it came out, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. So they were on, yeah, that would have been the... on the pulse of Japan right then. <laughs> I think in Japan it was 98. Okay, that makes sense. And then sense. in America it was 99. Because I know in America it had like the the release date of nine nine ninety nine. That's like, right. That was yes, the, that was the big deal. Yes, it did for sure. And so that was the American release date. And it would have been earlier in Japan. So I think uh, probably ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it must have come out nine. Yeah, September ninth, ninety nine. Yeah, because I was definitely out of high school when I bought mine, and I didn't buy mine on the day it came out. I bought mine because my friend wouldn't get a fishing controller and bat Sega Bass Fishing, and I was just like, "Why? Why are you gonna have a Dreamcast and not buy the fishing controller that they, you know, they're made a fishing controller and you're not gonna buy it? Like what?" And he's like, "I don't know. Why would I buy that?" And I was like, "Fine, I'll just buy my own fucking Dreamcast." <laughs> so I bought the Dreamcast, fishing controller, and Sega Bass Fishing. One of the greatest games of all time. And never looked back. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love Sega Bass Fishing. When I moved up here, they had a, an arcade with a fucking arcade Sega Bass Fishing. And mm. it was like, <laughs> I have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly meant to be that I live here. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Did, it have a, did the arcade have a fishing controller too? It does. Yeah. It does. Yes. It's awesome. It's like a, it's one of the early uh, motion control sort of things where mm. you have the the. It's like a r real controller with a thing that you can reel in the thing, but it's also when you cast, you you do the fucking cast, and when you hook, you got to pull back to hook the fish. And to this day, when I play fishing things, because like uh, I have the bass fishing on the on the computer now, and mm in Shenmue 3 there's fishing and mm. like I still when I'm when I hook the fish I still pull my shit back because I'm so it's just so muscle memory in my fucking bones because I played that game so goddamn much wow. I still fucking do that and I was like I just like I want to I want to use my fishing control I love it so much <laughs> I would have bought a Dreamcast eventually anyway but yeah, I like to make big grand like you won't buy it, I'll fucking buy it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> if you if you get a Dreamcast, definitely get Sega Bass Fishing and Sega Marine Fishing, the the Ooh, later version. The, the sequel. <laughs> yeah. This is uh lesser known but still fun. <sighs> I don't know. Hmm. What else is there to say about camera? This camera. Uh, 
Do you remember in the first one or the second one of the new series, was there gore? Because I don't there, remember there being a lot of gore. There wasn't a lot. There was some. I remember but. a little bit, and I remember thinking, like, this is the 90s. They could have incredible gore, and they're not doing it. Like, Yeah. I mean, there, there was some, but it was mostly, I think it was just like, oh, he's bleeding here or something. And, yeah, you know, like it was a just a little bucket bit. bucket of green paint spilled somewhere and... Yeah, because I don't remember too much. I remember, like, maybe a little bit of a Gauss. There was, like, Gauss exploding, but... Yeah, there was definitely an exploding Gauss. I don't remember, like, a lot of... Like, he's not ripping Gauss's head off, or... Yeah. He's not doing anything crazy. And so I was happy to see that there was some pretty... even in close up, yeah. <laughs> even though it's in close up, there, there was, was some, some pretty was solid some, gore. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that that first gauss that shows up and is just falling out of the yeah. sky on fire, and then you just see it, and it's like its eye is dangling it's out, and it's up. like its head's cracked open, and it's still yeah. twitching around, and yeah. the camera just walks up and busts it a piece. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it was nice <clears> to see that, and I was like, ah, yeah, let's bring the gore back. And then towards and then in the in the end fight where you really get the yeah there's some good the classic stuff in there style too. like Gamera you know getting his stabbed, fucking yeah. hand stabbed and then blows his own fucking hand off like God <laughs> yes I wish it was shot better so I could you know really right, right. revel in the moment but yeah and especially that when he gets stabbed in the stomach that yeah. one so it's just like that's. It's just such a close-up shot that... Yeah, you don't really get a, a sense of it. Yeah. But I still welcome all the gore. <laughs> I, I love that where he just fucking rips all his guts out. Yeah, he's just got his hand just wedged <laughs> up the thing's Fuck stomach yeah. for like five minutes and wrenches it That's out. That's the best. You know, it... it it's it it was like the ripping the guts was like the the salve on the wound <laughs> of everything being in close up. It was just like right. I don't forgive you, but it, you definitely you know made me feel better. Yeah, <laughs> and and I do I do like the that final punch, the final knockout punch where he yeah like just absorbs all that fire or whatever and just throws it right back at him. Yeah. You gotta love that, yeah. Yeah. I like the iris in terms of how how the whole arc with the girl and how it's like, yeah, it's like absorbing the girl and it made sense too because like we see the title Revenge of Iris, we're like, who the fuck is Iris? Right, right. And then as the story plays out, you're like, oh, okay, this girl is like she's mad at camera and then right like iris is absorbing her kind of consciousness and stuff and like oh that's cool i like it yeah yeah that's true too you get those shots of of like the the that one girl gets fucking drained yeah and then you just see her like <laughs> she turns into that like gnarly corpse shriveled corpse right right that's you awesome. see a few people like that yeah you get like whatever that was like the baboon or something that was in the forest yeah too. Like, Fuck yeah. Yeah, all that stuff is fun. It's a fun yeah. movie. Yeah. I feel like it'll be better over time, like, the more I watch it and sort of connect the pieces. And right. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, like when it, uh, when they, they, their first feeding Iris, and he's like, he doesn't have a mouth. Oh, he? right, and yeah, he, yeah. like, sucks the can dry. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, that's a good physical effect, too. Yeah. I like it. Good stuff. What do you think about the ending? I kind of like the ending. It's it's weird, but... I didn't like it at first, but then I thought about it, and I like it. <laughs> there was some, some parts that I was just kind of laughing at, like... Uh... Like it in the one of the final shots where it's like Gamera's gonna fight. He's he's gonna fight against even by himself. And then it's like it shows him stomping around in this ruined city that's all on fire. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you go, Gamera, protect this city. That's just this burning wasteland. <laughs> well, I think that's the point. That's what what I kind of came to. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just the over the course of of the three movies like the city is keeps getting more fucked up from all this stuff and like at the end this horde of gauss is <laughs> yeah, flying it was in like crazy and like i love that part where the military dude is just like yeah there, there's a bunch coming and <laughs> yeah and, and then it's like well how many and he lots (laughs) (laughs) we're fucked (laughs) like essentially you know and then you see that shot of just wow there's hundreds of these yeah yeah and it's just gamera he he only has one hand now (laughs) right he's pretty fucked but he's gonna fight right it's just like this you know that we're fucked like gamera's not gonna beat them maybe well i don't know but like no matter what, you like, don't have faith in Gamera. He's well, like I, out. I have faith in Gamera, but I feel that that ending is super depressing. It's just like yeah. we're all fucked. Like we're just we're staving off the the impending apocalypse, like of the end of humanity, and like yeah, I, I yeah. feel like it's all kind of coming to an end in a dark way. Yeah. Gamera's yeah. doing his best, but you know there, he's only one Gamera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of like yeah i haven't i hadn't really thought of it in that in that way i just thought oh we've beaten up another monster and gamma's gonna beat up some more <laughs> yeah that's the way that i thought of it in the first the, when i first watched it, i thought of that and i didn't like it because i thought like oh shit here comes a bunch of gauss now we're gonna get a gauss fight <laughs> and then it just ended and i was just like Fuck, are you going to tease me like that? <laughs> because I know there's not a fourth movie, so I know that that's it. Right, right. And then, so it was bothering me, but I was thinking about how connected it was to the previous movies, and just, I started thinking about it on a broad scale. Yeah. It was just like, the world at the beginning of those that first movie is pretty normal. Right, and then right. over time, like all this shit has happened, and the monsters are rising, and they're coming back and just destroying everything. And just no matter what anybody does, just shit is more fucked up. <laughs> Even Gamera is like just killing thousands of people when he's trying to protect. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. There's nothing that anybody can do. Like we're just dead. <laughs> and maybe it's just me being dark, <laughs> like. Because I, I, you know, I don't know, but it just seemed like a yeah, a, a poignant a, dark ending to 
you know, we we have to stand up. We have to fight. We can't just like let it wash yeah. over us. But death is inevitable. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. Because you know, when I was in the middle of this movie, I felt like mm, this feels like it's a concluding art like it feels like it's t- trying to give everything and like conclude and i had this feeling like there was going to be like a real ending yeah because because of all the gauss that kept popping up in it like you yeah like, right the, the very opening a lot yeah. the opening scene is like the scientist lady finding this dead gauss in the village yeah. and like oh are there more of these and the whole village is just like they're over there right, like, right. <laughs> and just like this whole idea of like this was turning into less of like because the original movies are all like here's a new monster camera yes, fights it here's very, a new monster camera so, fights yeah. it and this one was becoming it was like oh okay this is really all about gauss and that there is this kind of war i guess between gauss and camera yeah and that this trilogy was going to be about that so i kind of expected it to like end Okay. With, like, actually figuring... Because they're talking a lot about this whole mana stuff and how this is feeding the monsters and... Right, and that's the thing in the first movie where it resurrects Gamera. And I remember, like, I liked it because it was some fucking mystical heart shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's sentimental and it's like, oh, we all resurrected Gamera with our love of him. And, like... I remember you were kind of not on board with it. <laughs> I, I, like, yeah, I wanted a little more, like, more, like, reason to it. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of, like, and, yeah, it kind of delves into that. Like, that's another that. reason I kind of wanted to, like, want to see all these, like, right together. Yeah. And why I, th- I think they because I was thinking back to that scene, too, when they were talking about the man. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that, like, I want to kind of revisit that, maybe. And, and Yeah. Like, I think that they're giving that explanation here yeah. that they didn't back Back then yeah so that was interesting too but yeah i was i was thinking like they were going to uncover some like secrets about how this mana is flowing around and and like fix this flow so that it's not Uh, yeah so i thought there was going to be like some real conclusion to everything and like okay we've got things back on path yeah like reset the world we've gotten back to an equilibrium where it's not spawning these giant gauss things anymore yeah and i thought that was going to be kind of what the end of the movie was going to go towards and it didn't and i was like oh i guess it and so i was like oh that's why it's only three movies there was going to be some big conclusion yeah and then there wouldn't okay that makes sense but then it just ended with an army of gauss flying in i'm like oh i guess it just kind of stopped uh, yeah <laughs> camera's gonna beat up a bunch of gauss and uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> well i think the world like there isn't a way to reset the world like the world is fucked <laughs> yeah yeah like and much more so now <laughs> right because in 2020 than it, it was yeah, in, yeah. in 99 but i feel like the and it's there is a lot of talk about that too of like how just the environment and like yeah. and and I like how they they bring in that the mysticism of like the zodiac where there's like the 12 <laughs> protectors of the like it's like yeah, dark yeah. tower where dark tower has the beams and like each beam yeah, has yeah. an animal and at the other end of the beam is another animal and they're like kind of uh I don't remember if they're at war in the in the Dark Tower, but they are in this explanation of it in Gamera. Right. And it and reminded a... me of, like, Chinese 
zodiac sort of stuff yeah and i mean and that's a, a thing that i've seen in a lot of other japanese stuff are those four directional guardians yeah of, uh, okay and they like they name them in here and it's like the it's the normal things like it's the basic things, yeah, yeah like um genbu and byako and Ooh. suzaku okay you fucking know their like, names yeah i mean they've they've shown up in a lot of like different anime things or okay. something like it was the guardian of the north or in the south and the, like yeah. they each have their the those animal guardians okay the, cool the tur the black turtle and the blue dragon and the white tiger and the Ooh. red phoenix yeah but they basically then there's like the actual like japanese names which is i love it what i was going for and they mentioned that in here when he's flipping through that book it's yeah. those exact names that he's saying okay and then like <clears throat> the one that uh, Iris uses is like a different name that, that oh, okay. Ryu Seicho, I think, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like that's like that, a yeah. that's a different thing, but he's uh, he kind of makes it equivalent to uh, the Phoenix one. Yeah, Phoenix, I believe, is Suzaku in the, what I normally see it as. But okay, so it's a uh, yeah. So it's uh, it kind of was like, oh, hey, they're tying in this. Uh, kind of a myth and legend kind yeah. of thing into it that i see frequently i love it i like that kind of shit <laughs> it's fun yeah yeah i kind of felt like like they they weren't like at war with each other i feel like that's something the girl introduced into it okay because it was like that was something that she like she wanted them to be opposed to each other because she hated Gamera so much. That's and true. Then, like and Gamera was the turtle, so he was this yeah. thing from the north, and then she's like at this thing from the south, and it's like, oh, are they at war? Like, are they fighting that's, each other? Yeah, that's like true. she seemed to be the one pushing that idea, and because yeah. she wanted it to be. That's true. I just remembered that they had that that drawing of the turtle, and there was like this fucking serpent thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like fighting it in the in the book. No, I think that's actually a part of it. I think that's actually its tail. If I'm. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's like its tail is like a dragon head thing. Oh okay, out. weird. It's kind of if I'm. That's how I've always like thought of it, but I need to look at that picture again. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look at it, but I just I didn't look if they were connected. Yeah, I but just it does. Assumed, it like, does oh, kind of okay, look they're... like it's the serpent. Yeah. Battling with it, but. And so I just thought, like, okay, cool, like, Gamera's gonna fight some serpent motherfucker. <laughs> Let's do this. Gia. I wasn't, like, too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was at, like, a Gamera fighting brain. You know, I was at my, my fucking lizard brain. <laughs> Gamera, fight. Let's go. Okay, snake, good. It's <laughs> like, whatever it is, let's see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, it was just... Yeah, it was just that one shot just in that moment when I saw it of him just in that flaming city. Like, oh yeah, Gamera, protector of the like, <laughs> whole city is just burning down around him. Yeah. I mean, and like, not that uh, anything you were saying on that was wrong. It was just in that specific moment, just the the, the image itself just seemed yeah. like it was very funny and bizarre. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's... It's not the greatest shot, so it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah. in the way that it's shot. Because for one of the few times in the movie, it is a very far away shot. Right. It's a wide shot of Gamera in the city, and it looks like it's been composited from 
a number of different elements. So like yeah, the it, fire it looks, looks a little wonky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fire doesn't really look right, and some of the fire is is with camera, so it looks okay. But yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely <laughs> not an image that's like it inspires awe. It's kind of like oh okay, what <laughs> happened there? It looks a little weird. Yeah, and maybe that's why I found it funny is that it doesn't have this dramatic impact yeah. so much as it just has this goofy impact. But and I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to sell a, a good dramatic shot of camera in the city if it wasn't like not close up but just a little bit more close up on the monster and like shit around him burning instead of just a big wide shot i don't know i feel like it could have been better like just yeah cuz that that suit is really cool yeah i i love the way like the sh- the scales on the shell are like, they're kind of like shingles or yeah. something and you see them like they're moving around they're like kind they're not loose but they're right. flexible in there and yeah they're moving on the actual suit and then there's a couple of shots where it's like cg where they kind of like pop out <laughs> in a towards in that first fight i remember that happening the first where he's uh fighting that gauss yeah, and like he he does some fucking thing, and they like ripple or something. And yeah. It's just like, okay, that's there's a fucking CG camera, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I like the design on that suit. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's really I, cool. I kind of remember what was it the first one I was saying like, oh, his eyes look too human, like he has human. Like I didn't. Yeah. It, it felt a lot like this. I didn't feel like there was anything wrong with the suit in this one. Like it just he to look totally perfectly gamera yeah he looked dope i don't i remember you saying something about the eyes in the first first new one and i don't remember the specifics but yeah it was something where it looked off yeah like something about the eyes where it like it just didn't look like it was gamera's eyes or something right (laughs) and this one it was just like ah but they got the eyes right on this one like gamera's back baby (laughs) (laughs) yeah just in time to die with the world (laughs) uh i gotta say like um i think this is actually the very last shot of the movie is it's just like it's flames and then like camera 1999 like absolute guardian of the universe yes (laughs) just like wait what right (laughs) that that just that final shot just really had me going it is funny yeah (laughs) And I noticed something, I wrote it down, in the, when they show the first, the title screen at the beginning of the movie, it had this little tiny box that was in English, (laughs) and I paused it and like fucking squinted to look to see what it said, and it said, Gamera 3, the absolute guardian of the universe... Incomplete struggle. <laughs> incomplete struggle. <laughs> and incomplete struggle was like really hard to make out, and it was like, like it wasn't like each letter had a bunch of space in between it, and it oh. was like, okay, what the fuck is that? But I I made it out and I read it. Now it now then the question is 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 incomplete one word or two? Is he in a oh, complete no, struggle no. or is it an incomplete? struggle i believe it was one word incomplete struggle okay (laughs) but 
I didn't even consider that it could be two words. <laughs> but he is in a complete struggle. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, he is in a complete struggle, and the the struggle at the end of the movie is incomplete. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's a double. You know. A very clever <laughs> construction. Kind of don't think so. Know? But no, you don't I, think so. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was. A, I just found it funny. It was like, yeah, yeah, it's a because it was this little tiny box. Because the the title is in Japanese and it says like Gamera, whatever the fuck it said, Revenge of Iris, and it had the subtitle, and then in a little box underneath <laughs> it said all of that shit in English, and you know part of the actual title. Right. It's like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like look at it. And I had to figure it out. Wow. I did not notice that. And I looked, because IMDb has all these like alternate titles and stuff, and I looked to see if anybody had listed Incomplete Struggle, and it, I, nowhere to be found. Mm. So I didn't do an actual internet search, so maybe there's somebody ha- yeah. Gamera super fan out there that has deconstructed the struggle, but <laughs> I didn't look. Yeah, but... Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like your interpretation on this of uh, being... It's kind of. I feel like it's end of the world sort of. Yeah, thing. it's kind of. It, I kind of like that. It's kind of this. Uh, now we can start Mad Max. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, I I I didn't even consider like you were saying where there's like some mana flow that they could correct and then save the world. Like I didn't consider that, but that would be cool. But I don't think that that would fit with this. Yeah, Gamera. It, it, I think that it's this, definitely not where the movie went. <laughs> yeah, this Gamera is like too, like I don't know. It's just too dark, and <laughs> and I know that's I don't know. Like yeah, everybody. I mean, and I do like because I think this is the first time, in, at least in a Gamera film, where we're other than maybe the very first movie where we see Gamera as a destructive force. Yeah. For where sure. it's like there's consequences to what he's doing like people are dying from yeah. his actions and yeah it just is very different than the fucking camera you know right. and he's playing the fucking song on the back You're of that right. one monster <laughs> we got a very different camera going on here yeah because i mean he's destroying stuff in every movie right but Nobody cares past that first, very first Gamera movie, and then this trilogy. Yeah, and so I, it, I like that it was like going into that angle, like yes. just trying to explore that aspect of it. And yeah, and it reminded me of stuff in in that where, okay, so spoiler alert, we're gonna do Neon Genesis Evangelion, and so I've been watching it right. Mm-mm. So that show reminds me of things that I have seen <laughs> in the world since. And one of them is Pacific Rim. Mm. And then I think it's the first Pacific Rim movie where there's a character who had her family killed by kaiju. And it's a whole arc in Pacific Rim where she's like having to deal with that. And so then I see this movie and it's like, it's not the same because she connects with another kaiju and they fight, right. but 
it was an it was reminiscent enough for me to be like oh shit like i wonder because i know guillermo del toro is like super into these kind of movies maybe mm, this yeah. is an element that he took because he definitely i think took some elements of evangelion <laughs> and took them and put them into oh yeah, Pacific yeah. Rim. There's, there's definitely some uh so i wouldn't be surprised if it, there was a little bit of a cross-contamination in yeah, his yeah. mind of this kind of stuff not that this i mean there's probably been other movies where there's been collateral damage from a kaiju and a, a person is mad about it right <laughs> it seems like a normal thing yeah that, that would you'd think that would come up at some point yeah so but, i don't know it just it, yeah it came into my head like oh and this movie also reminded me of evangelion and i don't want to like get deep onto it because we're going to talk about that in the future yeah but like there's a lot in that show from what i've seen so far of like people in rooms talking about shit that they they like how the fuck are we gonna stop this (laughs) fuck right yeah and there's a lot of people in rooms in this movie just like this is the shit that's happening like i don't know what the fuck we're gonna do right right yeah that's yeah evangelion is a very apocalyptic story yeah and and so it just they sort of reminded me of each other and maybe that's where i saw the apocalypse thing in this because i was reminded of that or something i don't know and i know that they they teamed up and worked on the the later godzilla movie you know so yeah i I don't know i was kind of all of these things converged yeah i mean eva is probably one of the closest anime you can get to a true kaiju kind of a a story yeah um so it there's definitely some you know similarities some yeah for sure crossover in some ways yeah i think so i don't know i was just thinking like oh this is kind of like that <laughs> like in a, not in a real deeply connected way but just yeah in terms of people in rooms <laughs> <laughs> people that should be in power in rooms having no power like what the fuck are we gonna do <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um what did you think of the gamera graveyard well, I love Gamera, so it made me sad. I was just like, oh, fuck, Gamera. And I think that's another connection, too, to the end. Like, like, yeah, he's in previous Gamera's, have we ever th- seen or known of Gamera dying? Like, I don't remember. Yeah, it's not... Like, I guess there's something in the original Gamera stuff of him being, like, he's created by the Atlanteans. They do the, talk and, about that. And I think it, it kind of maybe implied that there were more once upon a time yeah but it, it definitely never like just what like here's some dead gamera no, corpses yeah. of the past like that's what i mean like it doesn't <clears throat> it didn't really engage that yeah it, it was too deeply like it, it there i think there were like hints of it yeah like you could get the idea out of it but it was definitely not going there right and this and, one they like straight up show you dead fucking gamera skeletons and shit yeah it's just like this whole just blanket of them on the bottom of the ocean and yeah so i i was hurt very deeply by (laughs) by this notion that gamera could die and then the end of this movie is kind of like 
Like, you see at the beginning of this movie a bunch of skeletons. Of You know the camera is not, like, infallible. He's going to fucking die at some point. And then right. now you're confronted with this horde of gauss and so it, it kind of all connected for me like oh fuck gamera's toast <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and like i had not thought of that's another reason why i think i like your uh your idea there your conclusions is that yeah. like I, I thought back then like yeah there was that gamma graveyard <laughs> yeah i was gonna mention it and i forgot about it like when i was talking about that yeah so it's it this is a really kind of dark yeah take on everything very dark yeah everything is very pessimistic and yeah kind of we're we're heading to the end times and yeah and i think i think uh if they if we watched them all like bam 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 i think those kind of themes especially having seen them once before already yeah i think like that kind of stuff would really come out right like i don't know anything about the director like if he's if he made a whole shitload of stuff and if he has like a vision or whatever, but he definitely seemed to approach this trilogy as like a complete work instead of just, I made, I got the opportunity to make another Gamera movie (laughs) and I ended up making three, you know, (laughs) right. right. It definitely seems like he had ideas for a trilogy going into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm. which is cool. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, Kind of a fun thing, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. A lot more going on than I expected it would have. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It, it feels just, like, packed full of just, like, here's a thing, here's a thing, here's a thing, and they're all yeah going off and doing stuff. There's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And, and they're... Like, they're all interesting... As a whole, it does seem a little bit jumbled, I think, but maybe that's just me not remembering the other yeah. threads from the first two movies. Yeah, I think uh, Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway is kind of watch them all, not necessarily back to back to back, but watch them all close together to yeah. get it, let them all be, it's kind of one unified story. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice to see that because the previous ones you know are all episodic and yeah i like a good story so (laughs) even if it is dark i like dark shit though so it was kind of like oh fuck (laughs) gamera's got real jesus (laughs) i don't know if i i mean like i like it but i don't i don't know i like my my fun gamera (laughs) fuck yeah Oh, I do. I do like they. They did do like a little bit of a callback here and there. Like there's the, the one kid in the city that he saves, and the kid's hugging his mom, and there's oh, like, yeah. camera saved me. That's <laughs> true. Just like a oh, friend to children everywhere. That's true. He did save that kid. <laughs> and and even like at the very beginning when they're like, they're dropping the submarine and they find the uh, Gamera graveyard. Oh yeah, and, like yeah. that submarine. It was just like it's this bright yellow thing. It reminded oh, me true. of the little submarine the kids were in in one of those that's original games. I'm like, oh hey, it's, it's that submarine the kids hijacked. And I didn't <laughs> think about that. Yeah, it is super yellow like that. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional or if it just wound up being that way, but it, it just reminded me of that old submarine they had. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Oh, 
That's cool. I hope it's intentional. <laughs> I feel like it probably is. You know, you don't throw a yellow submarine into a Gamera movie willy-nilly. <laughs> I feel like it's done intentionally. I don't know. Maybe all are, are submarines generally yellow? I don't know. I mean, you know, Beatles wrote a song, Yellow Submarine. I feel like it's a unique thing. Yeah, but... but. I don't know, maybe for those kind of like those underwater exploration stuff, yeah. maybe it's more normal. I don't Exploratory know. submarines. Maybe they're yellow. I mean, I I would imagine military subs are not yellow. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, mean, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would kind of think maybe they are so you can find them easier if you lose it and you're trying to get it back and salvage it or something if it goes something goes wrong and you need to... Yeah, but... I don't, I don't know. It's, yeah, but what if uh, you don't want the enemy to see your? <laughs> I see the yellow submarine. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's, I mean, for sure the military ones aren't right. going to do that. But you know, the <laughs> National Geographic ones maybe. Yeah. No, I think that I used to be kind of obsessed with the Titanic. Like not not the movie so much, but the the, the idea actual, of like yeah. exploring the Titanic and they there were National Geographics about the little fucking camera thing and I'm pretty sure that was yellow <laughs> and yeah so I had all those magazines of it going down and taking pictures of the yeah of the fucked up boat and then they had pic they must have had it too because there were pictures of the the little thing they made a movie about that too, mm. that little thing. I remember watching a, a thing about it, documentary or whatever, and being fascinated. <laughs> wow, there's shit under the ocean that, <laughs> that we, you know, like it's sunk and it's just there forever. Like yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> like the, the graveyard of Gamera. Is it just, yeah, it's just there. Forever. It's just nuts. And then you you think back to like all the things like going hundreds and hundreds of years you know some viking ship like it's under the ocean somewhere and yeah probably you know, like, all that stuff <laughs> is just wow it's crazy the final frontier yeah. <laughs> is the ocean did yeah. you ever see the abyss no no i didn't we gotta fucking watch The Abyss. The Abyss is dope. Yeah, I always thought that was just some, oh, that's some weird horror film, eh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know that you could classify it as a horror movie. It's like a sci-fi movie. Hmm. I mean, it's James Cameron. Oh, is it? Okay. It's fucking, it's like the movie he made after uh, uh, Aliens. Okay. If I remember right. Huh. Yeah, no, I grew up watching that a, a shitload of times. It's super cool. Hmm. I think I, I I don't think I've ever seen anything of it because whenever I see even the like the title or something, it's just a big black yeah. word abyss, and it's just like it gives me no concept of anything. I'm just like, oh, uh, I think you would like it. <clears throat> so I, I, yeah, it's I've, it's not scary. There's like scary in that like people are like, oh, what what is happening? Where deep as fuck in the ocean and we don't okay. know what's out there yeah because i didn't even know it was about the ocean oh okay like i just thought oh there's some i don't know 
portal to hell. I don't know. Whatever. No, no, no. They're underwater. They're underwater, deep. They're in the abyss. Yeah, like this is what I mean. Like I literally have no concept of that movie because literally every time I've ever seen it, it's literally just like a blank black yeah thing with the word abyss on it like that's literally all i have ever seen of it i have no idea what this oh, movie man. is it's just like... oh well well we have to watch it then it's yeah, amazing it, I... it was it was taking the concept of being mysterious so far that i didn't even like have a <laughs> you're just like whatever. it didn't even like register as something i would want to have answered uh, it was like no, they, it's so they took cool. it so mysterious that it just went right out of my consciousness well I, the mystery for that movie is good. I mean, not good to the point that you just were like, whatever about it. But like, there's, the stuff in that movie is really cool to not reveal. Mm. And I don't know if the trailer revealed it, because I don't remember. I was a kid, so. Um, but like, there's there's cool stuff in that movie that, like, if they just threw it on the poster, it'd be like, it would probably be more intriguing to you, but it would right. be dumb in terms of watching the movie and being surprised by like, oh shit, look at that thing. And, <laughs> you know, I think it's cool. And you have a love of aliens. Yeah. And it has kind of an aliens vibe. I mean, like all James Cameron stuff has like that fucking James Cameron mm-hmm. like sort of vibe to the the characters and stuff. And, so yeah, fuck, we got I don't I don't have it. So hmm. it's one of those movies that they won't put out on Blu-ray cuz I think like James Cameron owns the rights to it or something. Mm. And so like I'm kind of waiting for that to happen and I'm still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> but the library probably has it on on DVD or something. Yeah. I would think it's not a hard one to get a hold of. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it is. If they I don't. To... I don't think it's super hard to get a hold of. But it just. I. I've been waiting for a Blu-ray to buy it. But it's one of those things. Like, there's a bunch of movies that. Well, not a bunch, but there's a few movies that it's like I want to buy this movie, mm-hmm. and it's only on DVD or multiple years into Blu-ray. I think like well, I'll just wait because as soon as I buy the DVD, they're gonna fucking come out with the Blu-ray. Right. And the blu-ray will be like a nice new restoration and it'll look the fucking awesome and right and i'll just be stuck with some old 1990s (laughs) vhs master dvd and so i don't know we shall see i haven't seen that since vhs though the abyss Mm. but i saw it a million times (laughs) it's super cool yeah. There's actually something from that that is in Evangelion too, and I mm-hmm. Abyss is like 1990, so yeah, I don't know that it's a a concept that was pioneered in Abyss, but it's something that I was exposed to for the first time in Abyss, and it kind of blew my mind as a little kid (laughs) where they're so deep in the ocean that they have to breathe through this gel. (laughs) And so they submerge themselves in this gel and it like goes throughout their fucking 
like lungs and shit and they just like are breathing mm. through this thing and then they do it in the the eva suits where they like they fill up that pod with the juice yeah yeah and yeah that's the first time i've seen that so so i feel like it might be i mean because abyss is you know number of years before eva and, yeah and it's like abyss is kind of a big movie so feel like it's you know related they took it from abyss or something the idea hmm. i don't know I yeah don't know. there was there was some old sci-fi story right i think it was from like probably the 60s or something that wasn't doing exactly that really but they yeah. would they would go into they they were in space travel and they'd go into like this little hibernation like sleep kind of thing like you get in aliens where they're in yeah. those pods and they but they had these pods that were like filled with liquid oh weird and it was they were like they weren't breathing it they were like asleep in it and it was like this high pressure thing that was huh. going to keep them safe through traveling through light speed and like yeah. the, the stresses of that on the body and they needed this special tube to sleep in while they were traveling at that speed and to keep the body like from jostling yeah, just, or yeah just from exploding or whatever oh, just wow. from the the stress of maneuvering at light speeds and oh stuff. that's cool <clears throat> so not really the same thing but kind of a similar in, in that in that, in that yeah. vein yeah because is in Eva and I guess in Abyss they're actually like just breathing it. Yeah, they're it's actually like, it's actually going yeah. in their lungs and stuff. And I don't think they were in the story I was reading, but there's a, like it's a big thing in Abyss. Like they go on to lengths to explain it and like sh- show you that they're breathing it. They have like this little rat that they do it to first before the people do mm. it, and like the guy is like freaking out when he first does it, and then yeah, he yeah. kind of gets used to it. And it's like a whole big thing in that movie. Huh. So it really kind of blew my mind as a kid because it was like, God, they're breathing liquid like this pink gel. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So definitely you got to see that movie. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't anything else about Gamera, though. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I think. Uh... Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't. I don't know what else to say about this one, but there's only one more Gamera movie. Yeah, and that's a a different thing, right? It is a different thing. It is not related to this. It came out in two thousand six, I think, or two thousand seven, hmm. somewhere in the the two thousands. One of the, the greatest times <laughs> for movies to come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I I I feel like Gamera's probably CG in that movie, mm. but I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe he's half and half. I maybe he's all yeah. suit. I'll, I don't know. I'll bet this is the one I saw on TV at some point. Oh yeah. I on TV. Not the whole thing. I just saw little bits of it. Like, there was some Gamera movie on it. Like, my brother and I, of course, had watched a lot of MST3K, so we knew what Gamera was. And we were like, yeah. oh, it's this newer Gamera thing. And we, like, huh. looked at it, and it was just, like, 
Gamera was flying around in his shell, but he was like falling out of the air. He'd been hit or something, and he was falling out of the air. And yeah. we were just like, oh my god, Gamera looks like a giant turd. <laughs> it was just this <laughs> giant poop falling out of the air is what he looked like. And, uh, and <laughs> we didn't watch any more than that, but uh, <laughs> it was just like, oh, that looks horrible. <laughs> well, look forward to that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I don't know uh, how much that will, but that. Probably was that movie, I guess. Because I have not seen a, a scene in any of these movies where uh, it looked like Gamera was a giant turd falling out of the sky. So Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we have that to look forward to. So, I don't know. Like, so, yeah. I, and I can't really judge a movie just by one random shot I saw oh, Sure you ago. could. Sure you could. <laughs> <laughs> What's stopping you? Yeah, well, hopefully it's better than your memory of that one scene if that is indeed that movie right right um but that's Gamera the brave and we'll get to it at some point yeah at some point i'll be sad yeah it'll be say goodbye to Gamera. it'll be the end of Gamera. maybe uh maybe they'll get together and make shin Gamera. <laughs> <laughs> Shin backyard camera. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they did they did the Godzilla. Then they're gonna make Shin Ultraman. Mm, so okay. it's not outside the realm of possibility. Right. right. You know, might get some some more fun camera stuff. Yeah. I feel like Ultraman, like perhaps he's deserving of a brand new thing, but like. They never stopped making Ultraman right, things. Right, it seems kind of weird. To like, here's a new Ultraman, like, but he's still there from like yeah, the like, 70s or 60s or whenever he started. They never stopped. It's the six, 60s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The first, yeah. 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 I'll just keep saying yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure it's late 60s. Because okay. if I remember yeah. right... The first Ultraman is 67, because Ultra Q, the first Ultra series, is 66. Okay. And I started watching Ultra Q a long time ago in my in my desire to watch Ultraman, but I never finished because I... They were on, like, Amazon Prime or something, and then they took them away. And oh. so I was, like, halfway done. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, now you have to pay... $25 for the season or something. I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking do that. So, yeah. I kind of stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe one day. Anyway. I'm pretty sure those were late 60s. Anyway, it's continued right on up to today. Right on up to today. So, the idea of Shin Ultraman. I mean, maybe it's going to be like a but, weird, dark sort of. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time. Godzilla kind of continued on. Yeah. I think he was still making movies continuously. Maybe not like every year or something, but... Pre yeah, pretty continuously. I think that there had been a number of years between Shin Godzilla and the last Japanese mm. movie. Okay. I don't know how many years, but I think it was a pretty sizable chunk of years. Yeah, because I'd heard like there were like what 30 plus Gamera movie or not Godzilla movies and yeah there's a bunch so they definitely go up through the 2000s I don't know about yeah. 2010s 
Yeah. I don't know how many there are in that. I feel like they stopped and there was a good, you know, good five there. to ten years where there was nothing okay. in Japan. But I don't know for sure. And that's exactly what you come to Silver Motion for. <laughs> our, our, our lack of certainty. Yes. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> the Silver Emulsion Podcast.com. <laughs> All right. So I guess that's it about Gamera. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so, yeah. Adios. Right, see ya.